Welcome to another edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Hello, my name is Bill Lawrence. Each show presents a lovingly cultivated row of brand new onions, written and boiled exclusively for Colm Radio, and then interspersed with undeservedly unfamiliar music. Each one of the stories you are about to hear is exactly 100 words long. Not a word more, not a word less. And every single one of them was written by friends of Cone Radio. So sit back and surrender to this splendiferous music and originative homegrown storytelling. Because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Back Door by Gladys Hornet. Shivering at the back door appeared a small ginger cat. It's not coming in, said Dad, not a cat lover. We put out a cardboard box, blanket, bowl of milk and went to bed. Next morning, the children rushed downstairs. Disappointment. No cat. Then, round the corner, a tiny, furry, ginger face appeared. We asked around, but no one claimed it. The kitchen, but no further, said Dad. The cat had other ideas. The lounge, but no further, said Dad. Happy? The cat compromised for the next ten years until one day he no longer appeared at the back door.
The Stargazers by Pat Bloss and Rob Lewis. Joan and Beryl had been stargazers since junior school. Now, late forties, married with kids, their passion was still their relentless search for new stars. Every Friday, they met at the local chippy, drove to their favourite dark secluded spot, and waited. Is that... No. Look, there, there! Joan pointed a greasy finger. Is that? Yes, said Beryl agog. It's George Clooney. Didn't we get him last year? Joan leafed through her dog-eared exercise book. Still, it's better than nothing, said Beryl, popping in another chip as George hopped onto his Vespa and sped away into the night. Climate Change by Jenny Miller Sally, wait, please, put this coat on. She ran off in her mini-dress and jumped into the car which disappeared into the snow flurry. I sank into the armchair and phoned her. No answer. Oh, well, I might as well check that unauthorised credit card transaction. Hate the cold? Want to go out half-naked like a northerner? Swap your weather with a Bangladeshi for just £4 a day. Only £200 for the whole winter. So it was Sally. Explains her suntan and oblivion to the cold. I'll get it for myself, too, and save on heating.
Other Ones by Jenny Miller. Having eyed the bargains in the window for several days, I found the swimming costume shop open. I was admitted by a wizened man in an ill-fitting wig. He swept me to the back where he enthusiastically showed me numerous items, slightly more glittery than the ones I'd seen, and at three or four times the price. Finally getting the chance to speak, I said, Could I have one from the front? Waving a ridiculing arm, he scoffed, You don't want one of them. They're for swimming. I was too flummoxed to ask the obvious question. I'm still wondering. Tunnel Vision by Ian Hornet. To be part of the gang, he had to prove himself, and he needed to be part of the gang. In the tough streets, there was no light at the end of the tunnel, only survival. It's not far, the leader said. Exit point there, do it. The boy hesitated. Then, seeing the sneering look of the others, sunk to his knees, pushed his head and shoulders into the hole and scrabbled downwards into the blackness. As he crawled further in, cold penetrating his bones, he realised, with dread, there was no light at the end of this tunnel either.
the moments by Phil Boast. How may I count the special moments? The times when we laughed together or cried together, when life was not always kind or easy, but somehow we always found our way together and through it all back to happiness again. Cold winter's nights and warm summer days, time with friends and time alone together, traveling the world in search of all its wonders. So many moments and so much life and love and how can I count them all when all of the special moments in my life are all the moments that I've spent with you Sayonara and After by Alexander Jacobi Another goodbye, another farewell party, a parting glass or five of Asahi. By now, Steve would be in the air, Heathrow-bound. John felt worse every time it happened. He was not committed to Japan. He had few Japanese friends. But he was committed to not going home. At first, he had been surrounded by like-minded foreigners, always up for a boozy night in Roppongi or a tourist weekend in Kyoto. One by one, they had fled to more grown-up jobs to marriage and kids, or back to England. And here he was, the last nail waiting to be hammered down.
The Clock by Tony Pierce. The clock sat forgotten for almost two decades, a relic of the past. One day, a chance observation gave it hope of a new life. I think it just needs a new spring. Do you want it back? Nah, it reminds me of the old man. The clock was resprung, polished and wound up on a regular basis. It was surprising how quickly it remembered how to do its job. Then the fighting began. It's my clock, it was promised to me. Petty squabbles were resurrected and detonated, just as if the simple spring which fixed it had broken them. It's Time for Change by Bill Lawrence. It's what the people deserve. It's what you voted for. From the beginning of next year, the end of March will be replaced by the start of October. Even if this means that all Tuesdays will be somewhat longer in the second half of each successive full month. Consecutive Magic Mondays will now come with the freedoms they, and we, deserve. And full sovereignty of our own clocks will be restored with the adoption of 90 minutes in each hour. Read my lips. We've never had it so good. Yes, we can. Time for change. No surrender. Vive la revolution.
Home is Where the Heart Was by Ian Hornet. There had been much discussion on the decor and the soft furnishings. Since he would be the one spending most time inside staring at it, he had favoured something plain, not too busy on the eye. His wife had wanted white, but he was less keen on light colours. In the end there had been a compromise, peach and cushions all around of course. It was comfortable and practical, he reflected, accessible, yet off the beaten track, a place he could now come back to, home. With that happy thought, he smiled, pushed open the lid, and stepped out of the coffin. You're listening to another hour of Cone Radio's enigmatic and oniony soap opera with its huge cast of characters. Light is breaking over Muswell Hill. I can't help but shaking. As I grip the wheel We were told as children That the skies would fall But nobody listened at all Give Us a Break by Pat Bloss I queued patiently behind several tourists. As they dispersed, I filled the void but a young couple hurtled in, shouting their demands. "'Are you queuing from the other side?' said the man eventually, feigning innocence. His wife wouldn't even look at me. "'Go ahead,' I said magnanimously. "'No hurry.' Four hot drinks and four individually cooked chocolate crepes later, I was finally asked for my order. "'One latte, please.' "'Oh,' he said, laughing, "'we should have let you go first. It's only been 20 minutes, I said through gritted teeth. Still, she wouldn't look me in the eye. Bloody grockles.
Unwanted Visitors by Pat Bloss. I hear the shuffle of feet on the porch, muffled ethereal voices, the rattle of chains and the ominous click of the lock. The door swings open, slowly creaking on its ancient hinges. I shrink further into the shadows, as stagnant air swirls a million particles of dust through the strip of light that glares across the room. I flinch as it almost touches me. You're not seeing it at its best, but this old place will be ideal for a young couple like yourselves. It's very cold, says the young woman, shivering in the sunlight. They all say that. Babe by Sophie Drenogel. I was my daddy's girl. I trotted alongside him, clutching his protective hand on our first cinema trip, my pockets bulging with yogurt-covered raisins. Anything that wouldn't make my new winter coat a mess was what Mummy had instructed. The cinema was dark and silent. Enter Babe, an adorable piglet with a peach-fuzzed snout. I was in love and thus adorned my bedroom with all manner of pink pig paraphernalia that then filled the shops. Understandably, I developed an aversion to bacon, pies and sausages and now fight for the welfare of these noble creatures, my babes.
Perspective by Ian Sayers Valentine sat in the cold, dark cell, awaiting his execution. His body was battered and bruised. The pain was unremitting. Then the Archangel Gabriel appeared. Fear not, he said. Though your pain may be great, may a vision of your legacy bring you succor in your time of need. And in his mind's eye, he was transported thousands of years into the future. He saw the cards, the chocolates, the champagne, the single red roses, the lavish meals. And as he saw this universal public profession of love, tears flowed into his eyes and he thought, haven't I suffered enough already? A Brief History of Ronald by Phil Boast Approximately 4,500 million years ago, the Earth was formed, and about 500 million years later came the first single-celled life. 500 million years after that, give or take, atmospheric oxygen became present in sufficient quantity to sustain advanced life forms, and so began an evolutionary process, from the Cambrian explosion, about 500 million years ago, through to the extinction of the dinosaurs, 65 million years ago, and the eventual rise of the apes. 50,000 years ago, anatomically modern man left Africa, and Ronald now lives in Neesden, and yesterday he went shopping and bought himself a pair of trousers. Thank you.
My Way by Bill Lawrence. Frank Sinatra is in my bath. I don't know what to do. I'd play him some calming and recuperative music while he enjoys a long soak, but I've only got a Dean Martin CD. Should I light all the candles? I've got the cumin and leather scented ones that Sammy Davis Jr. gave me last Christmas, but I know they smell like my nan. Frank looks so gentle and relaxed, serene even. I'd swear that old hairpiece is waterproof. One thing is for sure, I'll sit at the tap end on the plug. It's the least I can do. Penetration by David Price. Self-delusion, vivid perception, consciousness expansion, system stimulation, self-protection, engineered generation, skin decoration, sexual motivation, self-identification, procreation, impregnation, cellular multiplication, infiltration, subversion, murky insinuation. How do you pass into or through something? Electromagnetism radiates its waveforms. Strings vibrate and enfold quarks, atoms, molecules, cells, tissues. Thermal gradients spark life into motion. Quantum particles entangle then disappear. Yet, we think we notice these things. Should we blame Adam and Eve? To make sense of it, we construct beliefs in a process of consumption, digestion, growth and development, interweaved through a framework of permeable consciousness, our ultimate penetration.
The Italian Restaurant by Rob Lewis. Daddy and daughter, aged ten, are on a skiing holiday in the Rila Mountains, Bulgaria. Meltem's choice of where to eat. Let's go to the Italian restaurant, as it proudly declares itself on the sign. There's no menu. Do we have to guess? Okay, let's order lasagna. No, we do not serve lasagna. All right, I'll have minestrone, then ravioli. Sorry, no minestrone, no ravioli. Meltem is getting hungry. Let's ask for spag bol. That's a sure thing. No spaghetti. But how can an Italian restaurant not serve spaghetti? Italian restaurant. Only the name. Here, Bulgaria. Only Bulgarian food. Allah! a man in an onion bed. He was crying so hard, his eyes were red, and the tears rolled off the end of his nose as he ate his way down the onion rose. He ate and he cried, but for all his tears, he sang Sweet onions, oh my dears, I love you, I do, and you love me, but you make me as sad as a man can be. The world is just a great big onion.
Fairy Tale by Angela Cairns. A girl has been given a red cloak and a hood to wear. Her mother sends her to take food to her sick grandmother. She'll be fine. Little Red Riding hoodwinked by a wolf in sheep's clothing. Sweet child of mine, but not for long. Longing to smell her, see her, hold her in my arms to hug. The better to hug you with, my dear. Lord, the torment, the not knowing. Knowledge, carnal, carnivorous. Wolf, noun, a wild carnivorous mammal, a ferocious person. Rapacious, rape, noun, unlawful sexual intercourse. The wolf leaps upon the child and eats the girl. Soft Target by Adrian Cohen They are so cynical. They prey upon me. They do. They exploit my love with their greed and my devotion. My need to have it all to gather it all in, to not miss out. The 1988 CD release, the 1991 digital remix, the 1997 digital remaster with two bonus tracks, 
the 2005 Remaster Deluxe Edition, the 2010 30th Anniversary Reissue, the 2010 30th Anniversary Reissue Japanese version with bonus live disc, the 2016 Digital Remaster, and now the 2021 Definitive Remastered version. I bought it over and over again, the same album. I am helpless. I am a completist. Angela Kens. Every evening at knockoff time, my exhausted grandfather would come out of the works and trudge across to the adjacent pub. I would wait with a penny my grandmother had given me and solemnly press it into his calloused hand. Tyke, he would nod his encouragement. A quick half, then I'll be back. Tell her. I'd run down the cobbled street, round the back, past the pigeon loft, and into the warm kitchen. Grandma would raise her eyebrows, and I would smile. She'd pass me a broken biscuit from her baking and say, We'd best get the dinner on, then. Thank you. 
Imprisoned by Tony Pierce. My room consists of four fossil grey walls, one metal desk with chair, and at least two bugs. He checks on me at regular intervals, offering a mixture of stern words and sage advice. I need release. I drum my fingers on the desk and take pleasure in its tinny symphony. When did I last eat? I hear his footsteps making their return journey. I try to pretend that I'm using my time wisely. For Christ's sake, Ella, stop acting like you're in prison. It was you who said you'd achieve your daily word count if you had no distractions. listening to 100 Word Onions, written exclusively for Cone Radio by So that's all we have time for, for this edition of the show. If you want to grow an onion and give it to us, just get in touch, either with Colm Radio or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, these microfictions must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. So join us again soon on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening on the radio, or at any time through our podcast, for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions.
Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a Guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. 